So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, If my voice sounds a little bit funny, it is because I have been wildly sick for uh, about probably five days in a row. And uh, good grief, I am behind on my recordings here as a result. So uh, this was supposed to be recorded a while back, but I just had no energy. And then when I finally had some energy, my voice sounded uh, even worse than this. I don't even know how bad it sounds right now. But um, anyway, uh, we made it. And uh, I just thanks for for bearing with us here. Um, I wanted to mention uh, just two things really quick before we jump into a really cool episode on probably one of the most pivotal questions that has been asked to our community in the last little bit. I'm really excited to share it with you guys. But we've had some really cool guests uh, lining up for the podcast. We have Deborah Falletta from truelovedates.com. And we just recorded a phenomenal interview about marriage and relationships and red flags. And uh, man, she's just uh, chock full of wisdom. And we've been working on a project together as well that you're going to hear about in the new year. But uh, but she's coming up, I, th- I believe, this week. We have Court- Kurt Storing from Dadwork, and he's got some phenomenal content on how to just be a good dad in this day and age. He's very clear in his messaging and uh, does not mince words. Tavares Gray from Godly Dating 101. And uh, we just recorded an interview. This was actually yesterday. I was still kind of feeling sick, but I didn't want to reschedule this one with Dr. Jake Porter. And we talked about attachment theory and how it factors into addiction. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite interviews of all time. So um, I'm just letting you know there's some really good stuff coming ahead. And if you haven't subscribed to us yet, you're going to want to do that just so that you get notified as soon as this content becomes available to you. Um, and I mean, you can look through our, our history here, but we have all kinds of unbelievable guests. Um, people like Julie Slattery, Cole Zick from Moral Revolution. We've had Jason Vallison from Bethel Church, uh, Seth Dahl, Shane O'Neill, Drew Boa, Mike Signorelli, Bruce and Tony Hebel. Uh, we've been fortunate to really uh, have some incredible people with us here on some incredible topics, and I don't want you to miss out. Now, uh, let's jump into uh, really, um, I think, one of the best questions that I've heard somebody ask in our community the last little bit. So we we do a monthly expert call, and um, typically what we actually do, to be honest, is we bring in a podcast guest who whose you know interview really resonated with our pain clients and so we'll get them in and we'll say okay look like people loved your podcast so let's let's do like a deep dive and so usually they'll teach for um 20 30 minutes sometimes i interview um and then we do uh, another 30 minutes of q a and this is where people literally get you know um what would have cost hundreds of dollars for them to get customized help, a customized answer to their response they get for free in our community. And it's really incredible just to see the kind of breakthroughs that come. So we had Tamara Rozier who did a, an episode on ADHD, um, I think it was maybe back in uh, August. And um, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to her episode. But, you know, we admittedly, we have lots of guys in our community that maybe are either self-diagnosed or have actually properly been diagnosed with ADHD. And so they they were like, can you please bring her in? We want to learn more. Um, so we did. And she 
she just blew these guys' minds. I mean, they were writing notes the whole time, and she she was giving so many insights. And uh, one of the things that uh, that came up during the Q and A, there was a guy who was saying, you know, I have a really hard time um, like figuring out how to regulate ADHD with my addiction because I just find that like you know I get bored with something and I move on to the next and da 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 and eventually I kind of find myself uh, looking at porn but then other days um, you know like my brain is so overworked it's not that I'm bored um, it's actually just that I'm I don't know I'm I'm kind of just like looking for uh, some way out and that's where porn kind of presents itself and she said oh she said okay well you need to ask yourself uh, a really important question then is porn a relaxant or a stimulant and you can just kind of feel the the mic drop kind of of that that question and what she was saying is you know um, and and she she went on and I, I won't be able to give the full explanation that she gave, but what she was saying is for some people porn will serve as one or the other, and for some people it will serve as both, and the purpose it's serving this is from a more neurological standpoint, the role that it's serving is going to lead you to ultimately the better alternative or the superior solution. And we've talked about this from more of an emotional focus standpoint, right? Like if porn is offering you comfort, that's very useful intel because then you can find a superior way to experience comfort that's going to be healthier, et cetera, et cetera. From a neurobiological perspective, the the terminology is different and the, uh, the emphasis is different. Is it a relaxant or a stimulant? And both questions have their merit. And um, and I, I was thinking, you know, we talked so much about the emotional focus standpoint. What is porn offering you? If you've been listening to this podcast for, you know, a month or longer, you've probably heard me pose that question at some point. But this was really, really insightful, a really cool angle. And something I wanted to give you guys to add to your tool belt when you're trying to understand and ultimately get to the root of your porn addiction. Is porn a relaxant or a stimulant? So let's just break this down in each of the three categories, right? So the first category, is it a relaxant? So if you find that after a hard day of work, you just need to take the edge off and you somehow one way or another find your way turning to porn, maybe even while you're at work, you're thinking about how you're going to watch porn when you get home so you can take the edge off, porn is a relaxant. So very helpful for you to know, right? Because now you you at least understand what it's offering you. Uh, for me, when I was addicted, I I would plan. I would plan when I was going to watch porn because that was the only kind of way I could think to take the edge off of just the stress and the pressure of pursuing my education. So porn was definitely a relaxant. Um, I used to use the word relief, but I will now use the word relaxant thanks to Dr. Rozier because that was really helpful. Um, now, if porn's a relaxant, th- there's really good news for you, bro. Like, there are so many other ways that you can relax and take the edge off that are a lot healthier. Um, there's things like physical activity, which for guys is is generally pretty common. So exercise, you could join a sports team, you could join a club. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of things you could do there. Uh, meditation, right? So there's things that you can do that are a little bit more static, like meditation, meditation. 
Um, you could pick up a, a hobby even, um, but something that's going to allow you to decompress, that's going to allow you to relax. We talk a lot about creativity. I'm super passionate about that in our community um, just because I think creativity often gets hindered by porn addiction. And so it's one of the things we do see is when people start to get healed and whole is uh, they do start to explore their creative outlets a bit more. But if you're looking for um, you know a way to take the edge off, Lots of healthy ways to do that. And I've given you some examples, but uh, I'm sure you can think of more. Um, if porn is a stimulant, okay? So what this means is that you find life boring um, and that the only way you can kind of get thrills or excitement, something to look forward to is through pornography. Maybe not the only way, but pornography is serving as that thing. It's like, oh man, life is boring, this is drab, this is dull, I'm going to go watch some porn because that'll give me at least some feeling of being alive or some sense of excitement. So if if porn is serving that role in your life, then yes, porn is functioning more as a stimulant. So um, I think, in my opinion, this is probably a, a much more complicated solution just because um, stimulation is, it's not what we think it is, right? Because in theory, you're like, there's actually never been more opportunities for you to go find a stimulant, you know, because you can literally pick up your phone and, you know, da 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 like a super high stimulus, scrolling on Instagram, reading through texts, uh, scrolling through news feeds, reading news articles, watching sports, watching YouTube, whatever it might be. But the reality is we, we're not looking for stimulants that just get our brain excited temporarily like a flash in the pan. Uh, when you're looking for a, a healthier stimulant, what we're actually looking for is something that is stimulating at a meaningful level. And uh, this is going to really take us back to some of our fundamentals, which is like community, connection, forming meaningful relationships, right? And so um, I want to challenge you that if you if you find that porn is serving more as a stimulant, your your option is like, it's not like, well, just go skydiving every time that you feel tempted, you know, like you can't just go find these super stimulating things to do. I don't think that's what it's about. What we're trying to do is we're trying to find more meaningful activities that are stimulating. And so I think relationships is probably going to be the most fundamental of them all. But uh, there might be some other things as well that that actually could tie even into the relaxant thing, like a hobby as an example. Okay, so um, let's let's talk about hobbies because I'm 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 realizing that this could fall into both categories, and I want to be a bit clearer. So let's say um, a hobby for you is playing sports. Is that a relaxant or is that a stimulant? Well, probably more of a stimulant, right? Like I know I kind of, I kind of framed it as a relaxant earlier, so I apologize if I'm being a bit confusing. Um, it's probably more of a stimulant, but I will say that um, it kind of depends because for some people actually playing sports is taking the edge off and it's really nice and it's not about being super competitive. It's just about moving your body. So again, it's about the, the role it's actually serving for you. It It's not, we can't just look at the activity and say this is a relaxant or this is a stimulant. It really depends on the role it's serving for you, okay? Um, let's take another example. Like, uh, let's say you like being creative in, in like a, a wood shop. Let's say you're really good with your hands. You love building things. Relaxant or stimulant? Well, some people, it's going to be a stimulant because you love you love having the designs and the projects and the deadlines. And, you know, it's fun to just be able to like to bash things and make noise and, you know, whatever whatever it is or put, or just, you know, to work with your hands can be really invigorating. That's a great experience. So in that case, it's a stimulant. But um, sometimes, you know, some people, they just like throwing their music on 
and being able to hack away and, and, you know, work on something. If it gets done, it gets done. If it doesn't, whatever. It's just about being in the shop and having that time. Then it's more of a relaxant. So I hope, you, I hope you're seeing that some of these things actually could fall into either. We're giving examples to at least try to get, get you going and, and, you know, give you some thinking, but um, give you some thinking, give you some thoughts. Um, but the reality is, you know, we're, there's, there's not one or the other. It's, it's probably going to be both. And that's why it's so important, guys, that you pay attention to you and how it's feeding you. Okay, now lastly, and this might be more common than I think. I don't actually know because this is sort of new territory. But it's possible that porn is both a relaxant and a stimulant. And if that's the case, nothing really changes as far as the solutions go. Um, all that's required of you is to simply ask. You just need to ask yourself in the moment when you're tempted, am I seeking a relaxant or a stimulant? Right? Like, do I need to relax? Or am I looking for some kind of excitement and stimulation? And once you can get some clarity on that, then you can figure out what the right course of action is. Um, I'll just I'll use myself just as a final example, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. But you know, um, I would say that porn, to be honest, was a little bit of both. And even now, I, I don't really get temptations, so I'm not going to use that as an example. But one thing I do experience a lot of is stress. I would say I'm in a pretty high stress role. Um, and running a business that's growing and, you know, just given the stakes that are at play for our clients, like, you know, this is a uh, pretty serious stuff. So when I'm stressed, um, there are some days where I'm just like, uh, I'm, I'm, I just need out. I need out of my house and I need to just go for a walk or something. Very good, uh, indicator that I need a relaxant, right? Cause it's been busy and, um, really stressful and I'm looking for something to just kind of, you know, step away to maybe even escape a little bit, right? Um, and escapism is bad. So that's why like going for a walk is healthy because I'm not really escaping when I'm doing that, so to speak, because um, I can process and whatever. Um, but then the other side of it is there are some days where I'm just like, oh, that was just kind of a boring day. Like nothing really exciting happened. I didn't get to really talk to anybody because, um, you know, it's a virtual company. And so some days you're just, you're at your desk and you're just grinding away. Um, so then I need a stimulant and usually I'm, I'm reaching out to a friend or I'll ask my wife, Hey, you know, you, what do you, you want to hang out? Or, uh, we usually have a TV show we're always watching together. So then maybe I'll say, Hey, can we watch an episode of modern family or whatever it is that we're watching? Um, and that kind of thing. So, uh, it, again, like there's no right or wrong here, guys, but this is another question that's going to get you some clarity on your individual needs and uh, your individual solutions that are going to help you mitigate temptations, that are going to help you get to the root of uh, your addiction, and ultimately that are going to help you become the person God made you to be. So I want to thank you so much for listening. Thanks for enduring my sick voice. I hope it wasn't too bad. Much love to you guys. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. 
If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.